Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to another Vedic Full Moon Wisdom episode. The last full moon of 2023. Can you believe it? The last couple weeks of December is upon us and moving fast. Before we know it, it's going to be 2024. This full moon takes place on Tuesday, December 26th or Wednesday, December 27th, depending on where you live in the world. And the full moon takes place in the lunar mansion called Ardra. Ardra is known as the moist one. So all things wet and watery are Ardra things. Teardrops, sweat, rain, storms, humidity. These are all related to Ardra. One of the images of this lunar mansion is the glistening dew on fresh green grass, sparkling and shining in the light of the morning sun. Another common image of Ardra is the dark, stormy sky full of gray clouds pouring down rain. Fittingly, Rudra is the god of storms and this asterism's deity. But it's also good to note that even though Ardra is about rain and storms, it's also about cleansing and clearing and washing away debris or things that we want to let go of, releasing the detritus and the unnecessary and making things fresh and clean, clearing the slate. This lunar mansion is also calling us to do the work, actual work. Put in the effort, put in a little sweat equity. I like to think of bodybuilders and athletes. They are dedicated and put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, very Ardra things, into their passion. You can't think or pray or meditate or daydream your way to building muscle or perfecting your moves, your shot, your swing, or your serve. These things come with hours of practice, patience, a steadfast commitment and determination, mental fortitude, as well as sweat equity. Physical doing is required. This is Ardra. Ardra is a sharp nakshatra, meaning it can challenge us and sometimes be a little difficult. 
This is a nakshasha that creates the situations and the opportunities for us to experience growing pains. The star of this lunar mansion is Beetlejuice. I'm sure you've heard that name before, Beetlejuice. They made a movie with the title Beetlejuice. But this star can be found in the mythology of many countries and ancient civilizations all over the world. And once you hear the mythology and what the name Beetlejuice means or what the star means, you'll understand why they picked that name for that uh, movie. Okay, so Beetlejuice in Roman mythology is associated with Mars, the god of war. This star is the celestial warrior, symbolizing strength, prowess, and cycles of life and death. In Egyptian mythology, Betelgeuse is associated with Isis, the goddess of life and rebirth. I believe when the star makes its appearance in the sky, it is the season of the flooding of the Nile River, which is very ardra and also very important for their agriculture. In Polynesian, Hawaiian, and Maori seafaring traditions, Betelgeuse was used as a key navigation marker to help guide the explorers back and forth over great distances across the vast Pacific Ocean. And these Polynesians were known for their highly skilled abilities to sail long distances without the use of compasses just by using the stars. So I imagine it took a great deal of mental and physical strength to travel those long distances for extended periods of time without maps or without GPS. You definitely put in blood, sweat, and tears on the journey and grew as an individual, as part of a very close community. Inner strength was tested as well as your faith and trust. You were a very different person when you came back home after a long journey. You left as one person, but you definitely came back transformed into another person. Okay, circling back to Roman and Egyptian mythology of the themes of life and death with Betelgeuse, another theme of our full moon this month is death. Death is transformation. Once we experience the death of a loved one, we are transformed as well. Of course, they leave their physical body and they are transformed in that way, but we are transformed as well. We are never quite the same after they're gone. Sometimes it feels like they took things, I say things with air quotes, things with them when they cross over because we are left with a void or an emptiness. It's not only their physical presence, but it's also something that sometimes is undescribable. You definitely experience loss. We are different people and our lives look and feel very different without them. Ultimately, we see, learn, and understand that death is part of life and life is cyclical. And naturally, Lion King comes to mind, 
but we all must experience it all. So not so shockingly, people with planets, the sun, the moon, or important points or powerhouses in their chart who have ties to this nakshatra are naturally inclined to work with death. We see that Arja natives can be found in hospice work or in career fields dealing with death and dying, like death doulas. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, who was a trailblazer in the field of death and dying, has her natal moon in Arja. She developed or identified the five stages of grief, a very healing, insightful, and comforting body of work that has helped so many people. So Elizabeth Kubler-Ross really did use her innate abilities to really help heal people and provide a guiding light for them to move through and to eventually heal their grief. I think that's such an interesting way to work with her natal moon nakshatra ardra. Okay, looking at the final full moon of the year, I also wanted to point out that during December's full moon, the sun is in the nakshatra Mula. Mula likes to inquire, contemplate, wonder, and ask questions. Mula is deep philosophical thinking and exploring with the mind. Mercury at this time is in retrograde in Mula with the sun. Mercury can also deal with the mind. It is the intellectual mind. So you know the deal with Mercury retrograde. It's all about the re's, the R-E, as in revisit, redo, reflect, reconnect, etc., etc. We just might find ourselves doing a lot of mental exploration and contemplation during this full moon. So what can we work on or what can we do during this Arja full moon season aligned with the themes of this nakshatra? Well, this final full moon of 2023 is encouraging us to finish strong. Do we need to channel a little sweat equity somewhere in our lives or businesses? Instead of closing out 2023 with a whimper, why not close it out with a roar? What loose ends do we need to take action on so that we can put it to rest this year? So what can we finally let go of and resolve so that we don't have to hold on to it? so that we can be free from it going into the new year. Do we need to make changes and improvements? Do we need to complete projects? So this is something we can do going into the new year. Okay, that's the first suggestion, number two. The second one is that it's prime time to take a look and, e and evaluate our lives and businesses. Take note of what actually needs letting go of. Make a list. Take a look at what needs to be released to make way for the new and the fresh. It can be an exciting time if we are willing to come to terms and accept that we must release things and that releasing and cleansing can be good 
Like the storms that wash away the debris, a path is laid for something new to grow and flourish. This goes for our life and our business or how we welcome money into our lives. So take a look and evaluate what we need to let go, what we need to purge to make way for the new. So the first one is to finish strong, put a little sweat equity, take action so that we finish 2023 strong without carrying over any lingering things. The second one is to evaluate what we need to actually let go of so that we can clear and cleanse and make way for the fresh, clean, and new. The final suggestion, since the ruling planet of this nakshatra sign is Mercury, which is in retrograde and in the same nakshatra as the sun in Mula, I think it's a very fitting and aligned time to review specifically the challenges, trials, and tribulations we faced this past year and to reflect on how much we have learned from those challenges. We can ask ourselves what benefit or good or lesson or realization came from those experiences. This one was a struggle for a while, this suggestion, because I found it difficult to see the silver lining in losing a dear friend this year. It was unexpected, completely out of the blue. He was a bright light and left too soon. I still miss our conversations, his sense of humor, his warm, welcoming nature. It took me a while to realize that I was given a wake-up call and I needed to take better care of myself to prioritize my health, healing, and wellness, as well as not take my physical body for granted and to not ignore warning signs. I've become highly motivated to focus on my physical well-being. This suggestion is a whopper for many of us, but a really important one that will help shift our perspective on loss and help honor these special people too so that we can take what they've given us, what they shared with us and blessed us with and continue that beautiful journey with them in different ways. All right, my friend. Isn't it interesting that 2023 ends the year with such a challenging full moon? I feel like it reflected many things many themes of this past year. For me personally, there have been many tears shed this year, more than recent years. In fact, it's been quite a few years since I experienced so much growth from such challenging personal experiences. And I also feel like collectively we've been mourning the global events that have come about this year. Now the next part is seeing how we can grow and seeing how we can honor our losses. My friend, I hope we can bring a close to this year with gratitude for the lessons and the opportunities we received for our personal growth and understanding. So may you find beauty and grace in all that you have experienced this year. And find an optimism that shines brightly for the year 
to come. Take care. Sending you very, very big hugs. Be well. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.